Performance Plus presents the Summit Club Podcast, your business roundtable discussion for sales and business leaders with your host, Bill Stats. Hi, and welcome to the Summit Club, a business roundtable. I'm your host, Bill Stats, and I'm with our Summit Club senior contributor. Hi, JT. Bill, nice to see you. Glad to be here. A beautiful morning. As we typically do, our conversations around a current business subject a book of some significance, and more often than not, an interview with a guest contributor. Today, we'll be discussing charitable giving, specifically corporate business charitable giving. What is it? Who does it? How do they do it? And many times asked, why do it with our guest, Teddy Frame, president of You Give Goods, a charitable giving organization. Teddy, can you give us a 30-second commercial on You Give Goods? Yeah, sure thing, Bill. So You Give Goods is an in-kind giving platform that we bridge the gap between donors, whether individual or corporate, and the receiving nonprofits that they support. Um, Our business operates as a traditional e-commerce company to where donors will make purchases on our site. We will then aggregate all of the purchases, box them up, fulfill them, and ship them, deliver them to the nonprofits. Um, We handle everything. We handle, you know, we, we buy wholesale and we sell retail. That's our model. We handle all the fulfillment. We handle all the distribution. And we also provide impactful metrics to both the corporations and individuals running the giving event and also the charities receiving the goods. So that sounds pretty good. What do you, what do you think, John? Geez, this is, uh, this is very, very uh, current. Uh, it's it our current business model. She's, I think, back to giving in the past and it was people collecting in the streets in a pot or, or whatever, or major corporations writing a check to the CEO's favorite charity. Correct. Seems to be more of a, a personal way to for companies to express their their giving. You know, in kind giving is the donation of goods. Um, if you think about the Toys for Tots drop boxes or the Phil Abundance drop boxes, you're actually donating the goods. Um, a financial donation is that. You're writing a check, you're giving them your credit card number. Um, you ask any nonprofit, any charity, which they prefer, they're going to prefer cash. Uh, we, we know that. They need cash to fund their operations. Large nonprofits will have the purchasing power to source goods at a lower cost. But, you know, when you look on the donor side, Corporations want a story to tell. Well, in-kind giving tells that story, right? If you look at the visual impact of in-kind giving, sure, you can write a $20,000 check or you can show up at Toys for Tots when a tractor trailer of toys shows up at their distribution center. You know, and you think about that visual impact. Um, that's what in-kind giving provides. Um, there's also the emotional impact of the donor. When you make a financial contribution, you don't know exactly where it's going. You know it's going to a good cause, absolutely, but you don't know exactly where it's going. Well, that emotional connection and that feel-good feeling of in-kind giving, if you go and purchase a dozen elementary school backpack kits on a back-to-school event, you, you can close your eyes and you can see that first day of school when those kits are handed out to those children who need them and know that they will have the school supplies for their entire school year. You know, that's an emotional feeling and that's that's what in-kind giving connects with. Wind the clock back, how how would that be done traditionally? Yeah. Well, traditionally it was in-person events. Um, 
you know, the corporations or even individuals, they, they would have an event and you would, you would go out, you would go to the store, you would buy whatever you wanted to donate. Or a lot of times with food, what happens is you go to your pantry and you find whatever cans that haven't been touched in six months. And that's what you donate. So, and you think about it, who's going to, who's going to coordinate all that? Who's going to divide it up? Who's going to, who's going to determine the value of what's been donated? Is it typically like an additional responsibility? Absolutely. And a huge responsibility. Right. And, and we take all of that away. Um, we do it all. So, you know, you get the metrics. You want to know how many pounds of food you raised? Well, it's right on your dashboard on your event. It's right there. You don't have to weigh it yourself. You want to know how much financial wow. impact you've had? That's also on your Pretty dashboard. Cool. You want to know what you've been donating? How many cases of peanut butter did we raise? It's right there on your dashboard. You know what, what's interesting about this? When you donate money, you write the check right. or you put the cash into the envelope right. and it's done. This seems to have a more lasting effect and, and feel-good aspect to it that absolutely. giving cash or a check does not have. Absolutely. It's got legs. It's got legs. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> exactly. And, 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 you know, that's what we see and, and the relationship that we have with the corporations, you know, that's what they like, you know, in terms of, you know, they, they can see the impact. And employees want to see the impact. They want to know the impact that, that they're having and that their corporation is having on these nonprofits. And in-kind giving is a great way to do that. How's the economy right now impacting? Um, you know, we see three factors. Um, one, costs are up. We all know that. You know, food, 10% year over year, according to the CPI. Um, so, you know, these nonprofits, that's a higher cost for them to run their operations. Their purchasing power is diminished. Um, that's having an impact on the nonprofit side. And we're also seeing, you know, donations are down. Um, you know, this past year, our average donation amount was level with years past. <laughs> but the number of donors was down 12%. So the people who can donate are donating, but that pool has shrunk a little bit. And then also, you know, there's still, the need is still there. Um, you know, I don't know if you guys are aware, but about a month ago, the federal government eliminated a lot of the COVID support. And part of that was food stamps. Um, there are 1.8 million people in Pennsylvania that rely on the SNAP program. That federal assistant ended March 1st. So they all Great. felt that firsthand. So the need is still there. The costs are higher and individual donors are down. What has that done? Well, it's created a greater need for these nonprofits to rely on corporate support. You know, it's interesting. It sounds like we're having a shift from public support for the needy to an increased need for private support. Correct. So you're in a great position. We feel that we are. Absolutely. How did you get started? Um, it's an interesting story. Um, so you guys remember 20, 2010, there was a, a, an earthquake that devastated Haiti. So the founder, one of his good buddies, runs a nonprofit, and he wanted to somehow support the people in need in Haiti. So he calls the founder, and he's like, how much do you need? And he's like, actually, I don't need money. He's like, I need stuff. I need batteries. I need flashlights. I need diapers. I need first aid kits. But but I don't know how to I don't know how to get it there. Like I don't know how to I don't know how that would all work. And so the the question came up, 
well, what if we could create a platform where people could purchase and donate goods and then we handled all of the fulfillment and boxed it all up on pallets and got it to where it was needed. <laughs> and in 2011, You Give Goods was founded. Case solved. Exactly. <laughs> well, how many times have we heard about the story where there were resources, but they were unable to get them to those in need? Yep. So it really sounds like a very timely and and immensely helpful yes. platform you've built. Yes. And it's, you know, and it, we, we can reach anybody. You know, we could support large national organizations like Feeding America, or we can have events that are hyper-local, you know, the food pantry around the block. I mean, the, the beautiful thing about the virtual platform is we can deploy the resources. You can start your event and support whoever you want to support, wherever you want to support. Teddy, would I be correct in, in thinking that your organization is going to be more helpful to the smaller charities, the ones that don't have all the resources as the large national charities, the United Way and so forth. Is that a correct thought in my process? Yes, it is. Um, you know, because a lot, you know, you have the opportunity to keep it local. Um, you know, we see this with back to school events to where, yes, you can support a, a national campaign, but you can also support your local school district. All it takes is somebody to say, hey, I have a relationship with this nonprofit. They could, they could really use support. Awesome. Let's get an event going. It is kind of funny when you just think about it. Hypothetically, you got Crayola in Bethlehem. Mm -hmm. And if Crayola, I'm sure they do, makes a charitable overture nationally, just look at the cycle to be able to get back right. to Bethlehem with anything they might be doing, as opposed to we're right here yeah. as long as we can figure out who's going to do the work. Right. right. And that's you guys. That's us. Yeah, we, we do the work. Give us, a, if you can, a scenario or an example. I mean, this is a business roundtable platform. And for the companies that folks represent that are listening to this, what might be a, a story to tell about how it worked in a particular company so that they could see the mechanics of it? I mean, it's, it's interesting. We did a, and it, it kind of lends itself to the to the virtual platform. It's, we we just finished up an event um, last week, and it was for it was for the Big East Conference. And, and every year, the Big East Conference does a annual food drive, and they do it during the Big East tournaments. And, and this is where the reach of a virtual event is really spelled out. So we provide all the tools to promote the event. And since it's virtual, you can support it from anywhere. So what we do with the Big East is we give them a promotional banner with a QR code. They put it up on the Jumbotron at Mohegan Sun and the Garden. And every school, and it's a competition between all the Big East schools, who can raise the most food. So you're, there's 20,000 people at the Garden Friday night watching the semis of the Big East tournament, and all of a sudden there it is on the Jumbotron. Big East is hosting. We're doing an annual food event. Please support through your local school. You scan the code. It takes you right to the event. Make the donation. So, you know, for the corporations, you know, they can have different departments competing against one each other, a friendly competition. 
And since it's virtual, they get all the tools from us to reach every employee. And not only that, you can go beyond your employees. You know, peer-to-peer -peer giving is huge. How many of you, you know, how, how often have you had a niece, a nephew, a child who's raising money? My son just did it for his high school baseball team. So what do you do? You call your aunts, you call your uncles. Right? Well, with a virtual platform as opposed to in-person, employees can do that. So the donations isn't just limited to the employee base. They can send that link to the event outside of their So if John and I are just two employees of a company and we see the mechanics of this promoted or whatever, then how do we respond to participate? Um, do we go on a website? Yeah. So what we will, the, your event will have a specific link to a web page and that that link, along with um, you know, along with a flyer talking about the event, that's given to the team captain. Team captains, they're the they're the employee that starts the event and manages the event. They then distribute that. You can put it on the you can put it on your interweb company bulletin board. You can do it in a mass email blast. You can get it out however you want, and then the employees come and participate. Um, you know, the one great thing that happens is at the end at the end of the event, the corporation gets all the metrics. So they can then go to their boss and say, look at what we did. Look at the pounds, how many pounds of food. You're checking the boxes. You're right. checking those CSR boxes, and we handle it all. So these HR people who are suddenly in charge of corporate responsibility, we got you covered. Go to the analytics. Yeah. Can John give a different amount than I give? Or Absolutely. Whose resources are we giving our own or the companies? Or is there so, matching or yeah so actually a really cool thing and we, we've started to see a lot of this with corporations is is a corporate donation a corporate match so they'll run an event and they'll put it out to the employees we have a goal of raising twenty thousand dollars worth of whatever the event's supporting if we hit that goal the company will match that goal so you, you instantly double the impact, right? <laughs> the employees donate $20,000 worth of food to the local food bank, and then the corporation comes in afterwards and says, we're, we're matching that donation. And all of a sudden, the impact is doubled. So if John's in a team leader in one group and I'm a team leader in the other, do we get the analytics that says my team beat your team? Yes. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll have a challenge like, like the Big East. Like every school in the Big East and how much they raised was right there for everybody to see. Oh, that's absolutely. cool. That's that's yeah. So there, there's two, two ways to win the Big East tournament. There is. Absolutely. And, and that makes it fun, right? Like you, you, you want to make giving fun. So yeah. you have these friendly competitions, whether it's between departments within a corporation or between schools within the Big East, that makes it fun. Teddy, let me ask you a question. Because I, I think, you know, we're beginning to hear that the, the whole process of giving has changed, uh, not only with e-com, but right. COVID and everything else. You know, in the old days, it used to be the CEO would pound on his desk and say, <laughs> right. we're going to give to name the charity. Exactly. Now it seems that's a top-down approach. Yes. Am I correct? I'm hearing that it's more of a bottom-up, that there can be individual charities that different members of the organization want to support, yeah. and they get the CEO or the, or the corporation to back those. Absolutely, John. Um, you know, it's because... It's be employee giving, employer, corporation, corporate giving has become very employee driven. 
Um, we've seen that over the past few years. You know, if the reality is employees want to say in how and who their company supports and who they as employees can support. Uh, Fidelity Charitable, uh, nation's largest grant maker, they did a really cool survey last fall and found that 81% of employees want to work for a company that has a socially responsible business practices. And 80% of 86% of them say that it's important to work for a company whose values align with theirs. Um, workplace giving programs have become huge and employees want an opportunity to be involved with that. They are driving that. Um, whether it's volunteering, whether it's donating, it's, you know, they want to make sure that companies are supporting causes that they care about and they want to have a say. And, and finally, they also want to see the impact. You know, they, they want to see the impact that the corporation and they as individual employees are making on the community. If we looked at the, John and I have both done a lot of sales training, you know, you know, you know that. Um, is most of the opportunity that you give goods um, works with inbound stuff where companies are coming to you folks or do you go out? How do you go to market to let people know, other than listening to this podcast? Right. So it's um, it is um, we do have inbound, but it's 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 mostly outbound. You know, it is it is building relationships with these corporations, with the people around. Um, and um, you know, a page from your book, it's referrals. Yeah. You know, we have we have great relationships with charities we have great relationships with corporations and it's you know it's a whole it's a whole network so is, is there a, an ROI I don't want to sound like a mercenary but if if my company has an interest in doing something it do other than feeling good and the culture gets stimulated and is there an ROI for me using you rather than trying to do it myself other than maybe Who's going to do it if we're doing it ourselves? <laughs> well, yeah, I think the ROI is, is is going to be generated by goodwill. Well, and, and the resources that you that yeah. you're going to have to employ. But yeah, it's it's you know, especially you know, if you're a publicly traded company, you're checking that box. You're checking that CSR box. So if somebody out there is listening and they think, you know, we've been thinking about it, but we haven't really done it, or we've done it in the past, and it's really been a you-know-what show. Yeah. Uh, the goal would be to get them to be aware of You Give Goods. A absolutely. And have you guys kind of yeah. educate them yeah, on how we fit. educate them on, on what we do and, and what we can do in terms of facilitating in-kind giving. What do you think, John? I'm getting three messages here, and I'm sure there's many more than that, but if a company does get in-kind donations, coats, food, things like that, then they're left with the problem of distribution. Right. You solve distribution. Right. It also allows corporations to get all the voices that work for that corporation involved in charitable events that are important to them. That sounds like a huge... Yeah, employee, really employee engagement. And, huge. And, and lastly, you can create local impact where you actually see the benefits of your giving. That, I mean, just is a three powerful messages. What, what have I missed? There's yeah. more than that. Yeah. That's it. You drive employee engagement. 
the visual impact of, of in-kind donation. You know, we talked about the feel-good of donating in-kind versus cash. And then the ease of the virtual marketplace. You know, the giving landscape has changed a lot over the past few years. Rising costs have impacted both the MPOs and donor budgets, um, which have pushed MPOs to rely more heavily on corporate support. Uh, but the corporate landscape has also changed. You know, corporate giving is now employee-driven. Um, they want to have a say in who their company supports and how they support them. Cash is always going to be there, but the in-kind giving market is here and it's not going away. Pretty interesting. Not your go buy some Girl Scout cookies or go to a silent auction or car show or whatever. I'll say. Years ago... I would write a check, and it, it felt like a hollow contribution. You know, to be able to contribute things, and you know where they're going, and they're going to things that are specific to your interests right. is hugely important. And, and I'm really excited to figure out other ways that we can help you and help build this great, great idea and concept you have. Great, yeah. I, I really like the local aspect of it, I think. Because everything else, it seems, that's swirling around us has different biases and applications and everything, depending on where you are, what folks that are there do. And so for me, I thank everybody that's listening out there. And for more information about You Give Goods uh, and to reach out to Teddy, you can drop him an email at teddy.frain at yougivegoods.com. On our website, you can hit the guest button summitclubpodcast.com and you'll see all the information that you need to reach out to Teddy or get a little bit more detail. You can go to their website directly at yougivegoods.com. So for myself, John Thane, and the rest of the Summit Club team, don't forget, uh, we also provide business consulting services, go-to-market social media consulting, coaching, and training. So Here's your climb to the summit. See you there. To learn more about the Summit Club podcast, please find us online at www.summitclubpodcast.com. Thanks for listening to the Summit Club podcast, and we'll see you at the top. This podcast was recorded, produced, and engineered by summitclubpodcast.com.